Silverstone Hills, would you stand to your feet? Tonight is water baptism night, and we are so excited to be baptizing 29 people tonight. If you've never been here, it's also a time of extended worship where we just ask you to participate. You may know someone, you may not know someone, but here's what we ask. If you don't know them, when they come out of the water, we want you to celebrate with us because today's all about making new and making great. Here's what we ask. If you have someone who's being baptized in water, you're welcome to come over here to our little bullpen right in front of the water, the, the tank there. Take pictures, wave at them, high five them if you can reach them, all right, air high five. It's all about celebration of what God has done in their lives tonight. And so we want you to know that you're, you can participate in everything that's going on tonight, all right? So we're going to baptize, and there's going to be worship going on tonight. That's what it's all about. So let's just ask God. God, do something amazing in tonight's service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
in the house of God tonight we serve the almighty the all wonderful amazing God come on come on Ooh, yes. heaven thunder and the world was formed life begins in the dust you fall 
taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by being obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you that your name is above all names. We thank you for who you are. We worship you tonight. Cause 
underneath my feet. You are my sword and shield, though troubles linger still. And whom shall I fear? I know who goes before me. I know who stands behind the God of angel armies. He's always by my side. The one who waits forever. He is a friend of mine. The God of angel armies. He's always by my side. My strength is in your
thank you for your goodness. That 32 people tonight were made new, Father, who said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. And God, we celebrate you because there is nothing that can stop the gospel. There's nothing that can come against the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Father, we just celebrate. Come on, church, we celebrate. We thank you, Jesus. You're worthy. You're worthy tonight, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit. God, we invite you into the rest of our time. God, I pray that this atmosphere would just hang out, God, and your presence wouldn't leave. But Lord, they'll still be fired up for what you're going to do in us and through us tonight. But we thank you one more time for 32 people giving their lives to Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we worship you. We thank you. And everyone said, amen. Amen. Wow. Well, thank you for being here tonight on Water Baptism. You can attempt to go back to your seats and make your way there. We are honored that you are here with us tonight. And we have a great, great night in store for you. We are thrilled that we baptized 32. That's just amazing. I love that. 32 people. We're going to get ready to uh, take our tithe and offering here in a second as people make their way back to their seat. We are just honored that you are here tonight, whether it's your first time ever and you're like whoa this church is crazy or the first time in a really really long time we're just glad that you decided to stop by tonight and celebrate with us those 32 names those 32 people who gave their life to Jesus tonight in water baptism and said that they're made new in Jesus and we want to welcome our online audience say we're glad that you guys are hanging out with us tonight tonight's a special special night for my family and we'll tell you about that in a second but we want to tell you about some great things that are going on here. Here's what we want you to do as you're making your way back to your seats. Ushers, if you can, prepare yourself. We're going to take up tonight's tithe and offering. And as they come, we just want to remind you that God is faithful tonight. Hope you've seen that. God is faithful. There, there are stories in that water tonight of people who have been transformed, who thought people thought they'd never be in that tank. They'd never give their life to Jesus. But tonight, God proved himself to be faithful. And so tonight as we give an offering, we're, we're choosing, choosing in our hearts to say, God, we're going to remain faithful to you through tithes and offering. If you're a first-time guest here, listen, this is not really for you to participate, but this is for a home folk. These are for people who have said that this is their home, this is where they get ministered to, and we're going to honor God in tithe and offering tonight. Amen? So if you have a check or cash, put it in an envelope, put it in an offering bucket, or you can text to give. You can give through our kiosks here on our, on our uh, campus. You can give uh, online if you're watching. Just be a part, and let's show God how faithful we are to him because he's shown such great faithfulness in this place tonight. Would you pray with me? Let's bow our heads. Let's close our eyes. Let's ask God to do something just remarkable in our tithes and offerings tonight. God, truly, 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 again, we are just in awe. Lord, we're, we're reminded of how faithful you are tonight, of the stories of that, the individuals whose lives were transformed. God, you, you walked them through difficult seasons to a place where they gave their heart to you, God, and you've proven yourself faithful. Lord, your word says that even when we're not faithful, you are still faithful. And so tonight, God, in our own way, we want to choose to, be, uh, to show you how faithful we are to you by giving in our tithes and our offering. I pray you bless the gift and the giver, God, in Jesus' name. Let it go further to advance the kingdom than we could ever think or imagine. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, amen. As you're taking the offering tonight or as you're receiving the offering, here's what I want you to know. Uh, on November 4th and 5th, so the weekend of November 4th and 5th, so I want everybody to say that with me today, November 4th and 5th. Ready, go. November 4th and 5th is a very special day in the history of Westover Hills. We, we call it one day to feed the world. 
where Westover Hills is committing as a church family that for one day, most of us work 363 days, right? Almost the entire year uh, uh, to, to go provide for our families. And on this special day, the weekend of November 4th and 5th, we are dedicating as a family one day's wages to go towards feeding children all around our world through the ministry of Convoy of Hope. And we have done this for many years. And, to, and tonight we're just reminding you, here it comes. We want you to be a part. We're going to take the offering on that day. So listen, all through the month of October, take, choose a day, pick a day. Today's my day, Monday, the day that everybody hates, right? What if that Monday you walked in with the smile on your face and people are going, it's Monday, what are you, crazy, right? And you're like, no, today's the day I'm giving up my entire salary for today uh, to go and feed children around the world. And it's called One Day to Feed the World. And last year, listen, church, last year, you guys responded in a huge way. About $94,000 came in in a one-time offering. It was the largest offering in the history of our church. But I want to tell you something. I, I feel in my spirit to challenge this church, to challenge us tonight to, to go beyond that to go beyond how awesome would it be for us to break that 100,000 mark buried say we're given that that, that, will, that will reach over 3,000 kids will be fed for an entire year because one day we gave up our salary to bless those children so November when fourth and fifth that weekend bring your special offering here's what we've also done we've asked children's ministry kids ministry we've asked student ministry we've said hey guys join with us we don't want you to be robbed from this blessing like join in so kids ministry are some of them are giving up their allowance i don't know what that is i never got one of those but some of the kids are giving up their allowance some of our students are going to be working you know jobs wow go figure right they're going to be working it off they're going to be sacrificing maybe not going to mcdonald's or maybe not going to sonic for a week and they're going to give those proceeds and be a part of this and this is going to be a church-wide event on november 4th and 5th you're not going to want to miss we're going to have convoy of hope here with us it's going to be a fantastic day cool awesome i'm so glad i got to share that tonight is a special night for my family because tonight is my very last service here at Westover Hills. For the past 16 years, oh, thank you, oh, thank you. wow, they're booing me. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. If you're watching online, I just got booed for saying that, right? For the past 16 years, my wife and I have served under the leadership of Pastor Jim and Denise Ryan. And they're not here tonight, but I want to honor them and say to Pastor and Denise, thank you. Thank you for taking a chance on me. I, I'm so glad that you didn't turn me away at 19 years old. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I run into 19-year-olds, I, I don't know if they're, you know, supposed to even be on the planet. I mean, they're just, <laughs> I love them. But I know how I was when I was 19. And Pastor Jim and Denise, you came alongside my family. You invited us on a journey that we'll never, ever forget in my entire life. You mentored us and we just want to say on behalf of my family, thank you for trusting for so many years this body to us. And we honor you by saying thank you for service and allowing us to serve. And we've been so honored to be a part of this church family. But I don't want to just come and be sad. I have a word for you guys tonight. Like, I'm still going to preach if that's okay. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave sad. I don't want to leave heartbroken. Because that's not what this is about. If you know my heart, you know my family, we have never tried to make ministry about us. And I learned that from Pastor Jim. We have never tried to make this ministry about us, but always about the name of Jesus, always about what he can do for our lives and for our community. And tonight's no different. I, I want to share very briefly something that I believe uh, is just on my heart 
as a, as a farewell message to this church and to this body who has served our family so, so graciously. Some of you were here our first Sunday. Some of you were here. You're still around. That's amazing. You know, we didn't scare you off, and we're, we're indebted to you. You've been patient with us. You endured all the weird stuff I've said from this platform and other platforms, and you haven't ran us out, and I, we appreciate that. But tonight, I want to share two simple thoughts, because that's how I do it, all right? Two simple thoughts from the book of Philippians. We're going to be in two chapters. So if you have your Bibles, turn to the book of Philippians. If you have your notes on the app, uh, turn there. We're going to be in Philippians chapter 2, so probably pretty profound. Deborah read from chapter 2 tonight. She didn't know what I was going to preach, and so tonight I just want to continue from where she left off if we can. So here we go. This is, if, if I could share from my heart personally with you, if I could sit down across the table and have coffee with you and you would to ask me, what's going to happen? You know, like this is what I would tell you personally. And so that's why I wanted to, to leave with this. Verse number 12 says this. Therefore, this is Paul talking to the church at Philippi. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed. Now, some of you, that's not always true. All right, that's okay. But, but just pretend that that's you tonight, all right? As you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Paul is saying he's about to take off. He's not there. He's in prison, and, and he's challenging his people that he's leading in, the, in, in Philippi, that in his absence, and this is where I want, to take, I want you to take this word, this word continue. Continue to work out. Some of you stop there. You're already frustrated because the Bible says I have to work out now, right? That, I highlighted in my Bible that's a personal conviction for me. You don't have to own that, but that one was for me. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. But what I want us to pick up is that word continue. For it is God, here it is, it is God who works in you and will, <clears throat> in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Do everything without grumbling or arguing, all right? Seriously, like tonight, uh, don't be mad at us, okay? We, we want you to continue to do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation, then you will shine, I love that word, shine, among them, like the, the, those in the world who don't know Jesus, like stars in the sky as you hold firm to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast, then I'll be able to boast, right? I'm, I feel like Paul. I'll be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain, that those past 16 years were not for nothing because you continued to follow after Jesus. I love that. I'm like, Paul, I'm with you, buddy, I'm with you. He says this, and he says, but even if I'm being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you, so you too, here it is, you too should be glad and rejoice Amen. with us. My wife and I have accepted a position in Houston, Texas, which is our home. We both <clears throat> born and raised there and have family there. All my family's still in Houston. And last Sunday, we, uh, we accepted a position as lead pastors, oh, that sounds so scary. That sounds so scary. At a church called the Point Fellowship, they may have a picture out. I didn't tell you guys. I don't remember if I gave you those pictures or not. But if you do have a picture of that, you can put it up. If you don't, no big deal. I'm not going to be offended. Uh, but we're we're going to be the lead pastors of a church in Houston, Texas, and and we are we are absolutely thrilled. And scared to death at the same time. All right, it's a scary, frightful, but exciting time in our family. And I came across this passage today as I was preparing, 
And from that, what did, I, what did I hear Paul say as he's writing to this church? And that's just first is this I want to share with you. Continue to shine in this community. Continue to be a beacon of hope because God knows this community needs a church that's going to point them to Jesus. If, 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 I, if I could preach a message over and over and over again and for the rest of the 16 years or 16 more years, what I would always preach to this church is continue to, sh- continue to bring light to a community and world that just is completely lost. My heart tonight is that you would rejoice with us and that you would continue to shine. Jesus has done great things. There have been many of you that I've had personally the opportunity to lead to the Lord. And Matt, you don't understand what that does inside my heart to be able to see you sitting there with your hand, or standing there when, when worship is going or with your hands raised and your heart's just pouring out to God. My heart, my family's heart is that this church would continue. Young, this is for young adults because, listen, that's, that's my assignment right now. Young adults, listen, my heart is that you would continue to shine. Don't, don't make transition be weird or awkward. It says don't do anything with grumbling or arguing, Paul said. Well, blah, 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 blah. No, it says, listen, no, you're to rejoice. you to say, God, we celebrate this as difficult as it is for us. We celebrate this because this isn't about Pastor Mike and Melissa. This is about Jesus, and we're going to continue to shine in our campuses, our families, our businesses, right? That's my heart. That's my heart, that you would continue to shine. And then he says something in First Philippians chapter 1 that I just, I want to end with this. Very brief tonight, but I want to I give you something from the Word of God. And it says this. Pastor Jim texted this to me the day I told him that uh, I had been voted in as a lead pastor. He texted this verse to me, and it just, wow, uh, it just moved my heart, and I, and I felt like it belongs to you, and I wanted to share this verse as a prayer over you guys and as a last message. Philippians chapter 1, verse 3 and 11, it says this, I thank my God every time I remember you. And all my prayers for all of you, and there's a lot of you, yeah, yeah, tonight we have balcony seating. I have prayed for that since I took over Wednesday night services. <laughs> you show up the day I'm leaving, but hey, I'm excited that all of you are here. I pray, in my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work, that's, that's God, who began the good work. God is the reason why my wife and I first even stepped foot on this campus. That God, who began a good work in us, will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. There's going to be a great harvest in young adult ministries here at Westover Hills. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you. What's that feeling? I'm not going to tell you. You have to come talk to me after service, all right? I have the right to feel how I feel about you guys. Since I have you in my heart, and whether I'm in chains, I'm about to be a lead pastor, so that's very very comparable, right? That's, that's how, I'm about, whether I'm in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me, every single person. God can testify how I have longed for you, excuse me, how I have longed for all of you with the affection of Jesus Christ. My wife will know how many times she's heard us pray over many names in this room, over and over and over again. God, send this person, Lord, rescue their heart. Verse 9, it says, and this is my prayer, so this is my second point. That your love may abound more and more in the knowledge and the depths of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and that you may be pure and blameless on that day of Christ, 
filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So number two is just simply this. That young adult ministry, that Westover Hills, that whatever God does in this next season after us, that you would open your arms and you would love more. That you would love that your heart would be open and filled to accept and embrace whatever happens, whatever God does, and that you would come visit us in Houston. All right, let me just say that right now. Um, but that you would open up your heart, that in this place, that you would never be closed off. You would never shut the door and say, we've done enough. We've got this enough. This is, this is you know, far enough. And, and honestly, as long as Pastor Jim is leading this boat, you're never going to have that feeling because he is a guy that loves more every single day. But my heart is that it would come out of this room of young adult ministry, that this room would love more and more. That's what it says, that your love would abound, that it would grow, and that you would open your arms, and you would trust the leadership of this church in navigating the next season of young adult ministry. That you would say, I'm, I'm not going to close off. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to shut down. I'm not going to quit ministry. I'm not going to back out. But then instead, the very opposite would happen. You would say, I'm ready for more. God, I'm ready to take on more. Now's my time, more than ever, to step into ministry, to join a life group, to be a part of, uh, of what's going on on the platform, to be a part of student ministry, to be part of kids' ministry. Like, now would be that time Would you would open up your heart. We call that making great, that now would be the time to say, I'm going to start living that making great life in my heart. That you would continue to shine, because I feel like that would honor everything that we've done here. That you would continue to point people to Jesus and that your heart would be full. You would let the Holy Spirit continue to move in your lives. That's my prayer. It's very simple tonight, but I believe that someone in this room needed to hear, hey, I need to continue to shine. I thought life's over and I, I'm, I'm frustrated with my life right now, but Jesus is here. Jesus is still able to rub off on you tonight. In this room, Jesus is still able to, to rescue your heart. Or maybe you're here going, man, I, I, I've been hurt. I've been wounded by people in my past, whatever the case may be, but that tonight you would let Jesus open up your heart and begin to let love pour back in and that we would love more as a church. Can we be the church known as the church that loves more? Like, we, we're not the church that shuts the doors and be like, nah, no thanks. We, you know, we, know, we don't know your type. We don't know your kind. But that we would always be a church that says, I'm open to love more people, to love more, to love more, to love more in my life. Can we do that? It's been, it's been an incredible, incredible honor. Incredible honor. <clears throat> Let me pray over you guys if I can. <sighs> Holy Spirit, I, I give you honor and I give you glory that everything that we've ever done on this campus, everything we've ever tried to do on this campus was to bring honor and glory to your name. And I pray that we do that on our way out, Father, that as we transition here that Lord it would never be about Mike and Melissa but it would always be about Jesus I thank you I thank you that there have been people who have walked through these doors who have humbled their hearts who have turned their lives over and Lord they've given a, they've let you in and they've given their hearts to you but God even going out I gotta stop and I gotta say right here in this prayer Maybe you're sitting in this room and you're going, man, I, 
I've experienced something tonight. I've seen people being baptized in water. I've seen this incredible worship experience. I've seen all these great things tonight. Something is tugging on my heart. Something's pulling on my heart. Something's just, I I walked in and I I just expected to come into an average church, but tonight something's been different. Something's been moving in my life. Something's been tugging on my heart. And and I, I just, I don't know what that is. Can I just tell you that's the Holy Spirit and he's willing you to Jesus. That's what you've been experiencing since you walked into this room. Jesus wooing you, Jesus calling you back, Jesus trying to reconcile your life back to him. And tonight, the Bible says, anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, anyone who says, Jesus, come into my life, Jesus, I surrender. The word of God says that person is saved, that person is rescued, that person no longer has to deal with the consequence of sin anymore. God takes care of that in a moment. So to honor him tonight, if there be someone in this room, you would just say in this special tender moment of my life, you would just say, Jesus, tonight, tonight, I walked in here not expecting this, but tonight, I want to give my life to you. I want to give my life to you. If that's you, would you just, with every head bowed and every eye closed, would you just say, that's me, would you just lift your hand? Would you just say, you know what, tonight I I need Jesus. I I didn't come here with him, but I want to leave here with him. Hands all over the place. Hands in this section over here. Hands in this section over here. Hands in this section over here. Listen, God's doing something in your life. He's calling you. He's, He's tugging on your heart. That's the Holy Spirit. Hands going up, church. Hands going up, church. Listen, if you raise your hand, you can put your hands down. Come on, as a church, we're going to celebrate this moment. We're going to celebrate. There was at least 50 hands that went up. Watching online, listen, we're going to do this together. We're going to do this together. The Word of God says that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, so we're going to call upon the name of the Lord right here, right now. You lifted your hand a few moments ago. Listen, you don't got to yell it. We're not here to embarrass you, but the Word of God says that anyone who speaks it, it's got to come out of your mouth. It's got to be a a declaration from your heart that you need Jesus. And if that's you tonight, I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. There's no power necessarily in the words that I put together. But you know where it is power? In my faith because I believe everything I'm saying. And your faith is about to be ignited when you believe, when your heart believes what you're saying. That's called faith and it's going to turn on. It's going to be ignited in your heart the moment you start speaking. But I'm going to lead you in a prayer. You can say my words or you can say your own words. But the key is that it come from the deepest part of you. But I want to lead you in inviting Jesus to be the Savior of your life. You raise your hand. This is for you. You can repeat after me or you can say your own prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I recognize today that I have sin in my life and it separates me from you. And that's not your plan for my life. But you sent Jesus. He was the plan. And he died on the cross. He took my sin. It was mine, but he put it upon himself. A man who knew no sin became my sin. He took my debt upon him. He died on the cross. He paid my debt. And he rose again and he invites eternal life into my heart. And so today I invite Jesus. I accept the gift of salvation. I invite him to be the leader, the Lord of my life. I no longer want to be a slave to sin. I am free in Jesus' name. I am a child of the Most High God in the name of Jesus. Come on, come on, church. Come on. There ain't nothing more honoring in my entire life than to see people give their heart to Jesus. Listen, you gave your heart to the Lord. Listen, you may say, that sounds too easy. It's supposed to be simple. We complicate things. I just challenge you. You raise your hand. I challenge you. Come back next week. Be a part of this Bible-believing church. Get connected to a life group. Let your spirit begin to connect with what God is doing in this place. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Father, I thank you again for what you just did in this place. 32 people. 
32 people baptized in water. Another 45 people giving their life to Jesus in this place. We give you all honor, all glory. Everything that I have ever done on this campus is for the name of Jesus Christ. Give glory and honor to him in Jesus' name. Amen.